Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Power Women in Insurance podcast. We have Brittany Miranda with us today, and I am in love with her. She and I have been working on together a couple of different projects and uh, and a couple of different realms, and I know we're going to touch on all these different fun things today. I'm so excited because Brittany is an amazing woman who does so many different things, and she does them really, really well. So I am thrilled to be able to have Brittany with us today. Brittany, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) And then you know what? I was just, when we were working together, like what, a week and a half ago, I was, as soon as I, we got off the Zoom, I was like, oh my gosh, we have to record this. We have to record such great conversations that you and I have. So I'm really, really grateful that you made the time to be with us today. I think it's going to make a big difference in a lot of women's lives. So I'm very thankful. So Thank you. Thank you. But Brittany, tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, what you're doing and how you got where you are today. Well, I'll try to make this in a little lump sum best I can. (laughs) I could talk talk for days. Let me just be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's actually funny. I never actually thought that I was going to wind up insurance. It's not something that I woke up one day and I was like, going to be an insurance agent. Um, it kind of just, it kind of just happened to me and it was a, basically it was actually a really good thing in my opinion that happened to me. So a little bit about me before I got into insurance is that, you know, I was, um, in a not healthy relationship prior. And so I really had to just like focus on surviving. And my whole life was just all about survival. What can I do to survive? What job can I get to survive? And it was never really about what I wanted to do. So I worked in daycare for years because that's how I got free daycare and that's how I survived. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't until my girls went to school that I finally was like, wow. And I got out of that abusive relationship that I was finally like, wow, I can do whatever I want to do. And so I kind of just started applying to everything. Um, I applied to anything and everything. And I was more like, you know, I know I want to be in an office. I know that I have a lot of skills with people. I know that I'm a great communicator. I know that I'm organized. So I just started applying to everything. And I ended up applying to Cassidy, our belly's agency. And it took her like six months to call me back. Oh, my goodness. But I was still waiting, apparently. So, you know, I, I took her up on the offer. I remember she interviewed me and she was like, you know, this is insurance, right? This is not a daycare. Like, you know, are you are you going to be are you going to be bored here? I know you're very creative. I can tell just by meeting you. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be bored. I find fun in everything. And so I came into insurance and it was really hard at first for me. Mm. I'm not going to lie. And I heard all the rumors about how, you know, most agents, when they start out, they quit within the first year. Well, I was not going to let that be me. So I was like, no, (laughs) 
I'm not going to quit within the first year. You your line in the sand and you said, I yes. will not go back, right? I, I am I am not going back. I know this is going to be better for me. And it, it actually was. Um, I had PTSD going into the insurance agency and I still do. But it has helped me so much build my character, build my self-confidence. I mean, Cassidy herself has been an amazing mentor for me, you know, showing me like, hey, you know, instead of doing this, let's try this in a way that I could actually grasp. And I'm honestly so thankful for the insurance agency for giving me that strength. And now I feel like I'm that person again where I can go out and I can make moves and I can do what I want to do and I can you know, focus on what I like to focus on and just be a better version of myself. So I got into insurance by chance, but I'm definitely not looking to leave anytime soon. And I feel like it's just opened so many more doors for me. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I love that. And I love the, the doors because what I think I love about you is that you tend to take an open door and you at least investigate it and you check it out and you go, do I, do I not want to go there? And then when you do go there, you go there. I mean, you are like all about it. So tell me about what you've really enjoyed about the insurance industry through this, through this journey and kind of how you're mixing a couple of different loves of yours. Yes. So a couple of loves that I am definitely mixing out is marketing. Now, I knew that I liked marketing, but I didn't know that I loved it until I got into insurance. And I just love the creative side of marketing. Like I can actually be super creative in my gift giving and I can be super creative in the relationships that I build. And I feel like I can, I'm really blossoming there. And insurance has helped me blossom there because one, it's helping the company, right? If you're going right. out marketing, <laughs> but two, I also feel like it's feeding my soul. Like I'm getting to do what I love to do, which is, you know, I love to talk. Like I said, I could talk for hours. To <laughs> people let me. Um, and then the other thing that I really love doing that I found a love for because of insurance is monday.com. And I've really soared with um, Cassidy and the Arbelli group with helping other insurance agencies um, learn about monday.com and how it can help their businesses. And that has been a really passion project of mine because it makes me almost feel like I'm back in the daycare because, you know, I love teaching and I love creating like diagrams and I love being like, here's step one and step two. And I just love that so much. So it's taking that love that I have for teaching and the love that I have for helping and the love that I have for being creative. And it's kind of bundling it all into one for me. And I just, I really just love it. I don't know what else to say, but, but, but that's that. great. That's great though, because I think that you've been able to really merge that, that tech creative, you know, blossoming, like you said, and being able to not only help your clients and make sure that, that, that the Airbelly group has the technology that they need. Cause I know that you're the one who's kind of built a lot of that out for them. Is that correct? Y- yes and no. So okay. it's like, a, it's like a two player team. Cassidy will come to me and be like, Brittany, I want Monday to do this, 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 and this. Can, can, can we do that? Can you make it right. happen? And I'm like, what are you talking of course I can make it happen. <laughs> and so I go and I do all my research and it's not even like boring homework. Like, you know, most people would think, oh, I got to figure out how this system works now. No, for me, it's, ooh, I get to learn a new trick. Okay, give play, me an hour. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I get to go play. Okay, give me like an hour. I'll figure this out. I'll figure this out. And then I go and I figure it out. I'm like, done. It does it now. And here's the step by step on how to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome though. And I know that Cassidy talks a lot in her program. And just to give Cassidy an amazing shout out, we are so excited. It's almost like we should have Cassidy here with us, but, um, <laughs> you know, but she does talk a lot about structure, organization, knowing your numbers. And yes. she, with the Unburden Your Business coaching program, which we've had her on the, on the podcast before. And um, she does a great job helping insurance agents to know their numbers, to know where they're at, to know what they're doing and to help them to be able to kind of, um, think through a little bit more of a, of a, of a self-operational agency to where it's not as exhausting for other people. So how has the monday.com program that you have helped to build out, how has that changed your job and how you interact with your clients? Oh my gosh, so much. Let me tell you, uh, oh my goodness. Okay. So one of the things that I'm responsible for in the agency when I'm not marketing, I am service and retention. So I'm in charge of answering the phones. I'm in charge of tracking down the cancellations. I'm in charge of doing the renewals. Like I do have my plate really full. And I know in most agencies, there's probably about two to three people in my position. So one great thing about Monday is it's really taken off a lot of that workload for me so that I can focus on the service. And that's what we want to focus on in our agency. We want someone to call in, they need something and I can get it done right away. Not, oh my God, I can't do it right now because I got to call this person, try to save this policy. I got to talk to this person, try to renew them. I don't know if they even know that they have a renewal coming out. I was so overwhelmed before. Now, Monday, I'll just, you know, Someone else handled cancellations now, which is amazing. But before they did, (laughs) um, all I would have to do is type in their name, press a button, and Monday's going to let them know. It's going to follow up with them three times for me, calling and texting and emails. So those are no longer calls, texts, or emails that I have to send out. We have a lot of people that renew every single month. And 31 days before they renew, they're now getting a text and an email that says, hey, you're renewing. You know, if you have questions or if you have changes, just like a generic message that goes to everybody, you know, return this email or, you know, call the office. I get more people that will reach out to me now and me less having to reach out to them, which again, leaves me more room to do service, to answer those phones, make sure people are getting what they need when they need it and not stressing about all the other little things that I need to do. Also, another great thing is when we sell to a client or if a client is waiting on a quote, we literally have it all set up to where if we're still working on a quote, for example, they're going to get a follow-up text message and email that says, hey, we're still working on it. We didn't forget about you. But the sales agent is no longer having to stop. Like, oh, wait, I need to go and um, update so-and-so so they don't think that I'm ignoring them. Right. Monday does it for us. So we can focus on other things, which is like the best part of the job. So it's like having a little assistant without having an assistant because I can just tell it whatever I want to do. <laughs> I love that. You know? yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. Because that follow-up is really where the gold is. I mean, yeah. it really is because people need to feel like they're heard. People mm -hmm. need to feel like they know what's going on and they need to feel like they are um, being taken care of. So exactly. because of that, I love the fact that your Monday.com lets you track that, the, the sales process, the service process, all of that. So that way the client feels like they're in the middle of this process as well. So that way yes. it's not just they call on in and then something magical happens in the sky, which I think <laughs> a lot of this happens. And then, you know, whenever something's done, I'm sure you guys also have follow-up emails that are kind of closure email type things for things, which I know that's one thing that we are really struggling with, which we'll talk about that when we get back to my Monday thing. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you and I get back to our Monday development, because I because our agency is going that direction as well for the Monday yes. management process. So um, is that whenever we, you know, close a task or whenever we close something, we want to make sure the client knows it's taken care of, blah, blah, blah. We do that on a regular basis. But some things that are not as intense, we aren't as... Uh, follow up, like, you know, just updating a credit card or whatever. We'll do it over the phone. We'll take care of it. We'll blah, blah, blah. But at the same point, we don't always give them something in writing, I guess, to be able to let them know, like an email or whatever that we took care of it. But I love that you are using technology. How has that really helped your clients to be able to settle in and feel about the agency by using this type of technology? I feel like with our clients, they believe that, you know, we never forget about them. That's good. Oh, I have a renewal. Oh, you didn't forget that I had a renewal. Nope, I didn't because it's coming from my email. So it's coming from my email address. So they're getting that personal touch. And then when they're calling in, I'm able to spend more time with them and not feel so stressed out because I have a million tasks to do. I can sit there on the phone with them for that 10, 15 minutes because some clients like to chat. Some of them, you got to cut them off. They you do, know. don't they? Yep, yep. <laughs> they do, but... It allows me to give them at least that 15 to 20 minutes to unload and chat with me. And then they do feel like, oh, my agent actually cares. I had a lady, she called in and she's like, Brittany, I feel like every time I call you, I just tell you my whole life story and you just listen and it's just so great. And I just want you to know that I really appreciate it. And I just start laughing because I'm like, girl, it's okay. I got you. Don't worry. But at the same time, I'm not stressed out. So I can give them that undivided attention. I can give them that undivided service. And then of course, you know, I write some notes down. So I remember what they said for next time. Um, <laughs> and you can keep that in Monday. You could, you could build rapport on clients and put little notes in their profile and be like, okay, last time she called in, she talked to me about her dog or about, you know, some other drama. And then I'll put like a little note in there. So when they do call back, so I have ADHD, your girl can't remember anything. Um, <laughs> I will have those little notes and I'll be like, oh yes, yes. You know, and it does give them that extra um, feeling of, you know, oh, you actually care. Right. And then the other thing I wanted to jump in on really quickly is how it helps Cassidy, the agency owner. We have created dashboards in each area so she can go in and check numbers instantly. She no longer has to call me every single day and be like, hey, Brittany, where are we at on cancellations? Hey, Brittany, where are we at on renewals? Hey, Brittany, where are we at on this? Where are we at on that? And I didn't mind it, but it would take time away from what I was doing in order to update her on those things. And now I don't have to do that. She just goes right into Monday. She goes over to the dashboard. She sees how much is canceled, how much we've saved, you know, why they're canceling. Great big diagram. Is it based off price? Is it based off service? Like what are the reasons people are leaving? And also our leads board, you know, what are we quoting? What are we selling? 
you know, what, what's going on? Where are these coming from? You know, it's very quick for her just to look through those things and no longer have to call us, which then turns us into having more time for the clients. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sometimes I think in any business, we can, we can, we can, meetings ourselves to death, right? Like we don't need any more meetings, but at the same point, we need to make sure that we do communicate, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between not wanting to badger our team and then making sure they have time to do what they need to do, but then also the concept that we don't have any information to be able to make choices that we need to make or be able to run the business efficiently because we don't have that information. Mm-hmm. So, or, you know, sometimes I found too that uh, if I'm in a meeting with my team, I have to ask the right questions to make sure I get the answers that I need and they yeah. need to know ahead of time so that way they can get all the data. But at the same point, if we can do something like monday.com or agency zoom or a lot of all those out there, then um, that is a great option for people to be able to use. Um, I just yes. know that monday.com is a little bit more flexible. We can make it do a little bit more of whatever to some degree that we want it to be able to do. It's a little bit different, you know, than the other systems out there. So um, how have you seen as far as your sales cycle for you on the sales side? So we've talked about Cassidy and how she can get her reports and how she can kind of keep her finger on the pulse of the agency, how it's helped the clients to be able to feel more safe and secure with the service that you guys are delivering and with the uh, the opportunities that they have within your agency. But how has it helped you on the end of sales and being able to uh, grow the business? Because I know that you also wear so many different hats with the concept <laughs> that you would go on out and you meet directly with uh, referral partners and everything as well. So how in the world you can do all of this and go out and see certain referral partners? I'm totally in awe of that <laughs> process. And that's why we're going into Monday ourselves. But tell me a little bit about what it's done for you in sales. Yeah. So I do dabble in sales. I'm not one of the sales team. However, I do dabble in the sales when I'm able to. And the best way that it has helped me is that I can actually keep notes in Monday on how to do certain sale processes. So I had, um, Nikki is, my coworker, and she trained me, right? She trained me on a policy. And when training happens, you know, you need a lot of training when you're learning commercial, especially. And, you know, sales agents don't always have time to teach each other how to sell. We're like, hey, here's how you do it. That's how it's done. Okay, I'm I'm busy. I need to go and do other things. And Nicole's been really great um, because she will actually sit there with me. I'll record everything. She'll walk me through it step by step, very slow, you know, so I can grasp it. And then I'll take that video. I put it into Monday. I put all the applications that I need. I put all the notes that I need. So then when I have to go and sell that policy again, I just refer to my training that I created inside of the system. Mm -hmm. And then I already know everything to do. I already know everything to ask. So now, even though I'm a newbie (laughs) at certain things, the client thinks I'm, you know, an expert. They think I'm professional. They're like, oh, you already know everything that I need to fill out without me even, without having to be like, oh, wait, hold on. Let me me call you back. I got to figure this out. It's, oh, no, I got everything that you need. Don't even worry about it. You know, I'm going to email it over to you shortly. You hang up the phone and you go and look. Okay. Okay. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. I found it. Okay. Okay. This is what I got to do. All right. Cool. And then I go and get it done. So that's how it's helped me, at least with sales, that I can refer back to it at any time. And it's always there client thinks I'm an expert, I get it done, and I'm not having to bother too many people while doing it. I love, the that. Underwriters. So- I love that. 
I love that. But I think that's what we're all really looking for. We're all looking for a way to do our job, look like a rock star to the client and be able to make more sales um, and not be stressed. I mean, honestly, it's a trifecta, right? It's, Uh it's sales. It's also the client happy. And it's also us happy with our job and it's, it's growth. I'll, I'll use growth rather than sales, but it's, it's the concept of that trifecta that I think so many agencies really struggle with is how to balance those that you know the customer's happy place or growth as well as our happy place and not feeling like we're a slave to doing the service work or slave to the sales or slave to the growth process or slave to our clients or you know whatever and i think that when we can maximize those opportunities that's when we find that happy place not only for our clients but also for us as team members exactly and i feel like too it's it's making things happen faster for them and, you know, clients these days, they want something now. They want it today. They want it this moment. And you can tell them, hey, you know, it's going to take me an hour or two. And then it only takes you 30 minutes. Makes you look good because you're doing yeah. it quickly for them. You're getting it done faster. And that's that's what I really love about it, too, is that it allows me to be quicker and allows me to get things done a lot faster for clients. Right. Right, right. No, I love it. So as far as the fact, okay, so when you get on out there and you're working, you're doing the service work for for the Arabelli group, and you are doing this Monday.com thing, where do you kind of see yourself really, really, I I don't even know what the really the question is that I'm really looking for. (laughs) But um, is I, I have a feeling that it's really the combination of the tech and then watching it really in motion. It's not just the tech piece. It's not just that. It's that you love really seeing the whole thing come into play. I guess that's kind of where I'm going because you have a unique position in the sense that you do get the opportunity to do service, to see the system in action, to be able to do that. So do you come up with things and go back to Cassidy and say, hey, we really need this? Or do you just go on in there and you get it done? How does that work? How does that synchronicity work between you and Cassidy? Because I think that a lot of owners, whenever we release that control a little bit, it terrifies us. And we get super scared of what may or may not happen and that we may or may not be knowledgeable enough to be able to guide that process. So I think a lot of people just don't. They just don't go there. And they... they um I think a lot of people are just afraid of letting go of that control reign. And I love the fact that Cassidy has done that for you and with you, but yet it sounds like y'all have a good relationship to where she can make requests and you go take care of it. And then you can also maybe make some suggestions along the way or requests yes. that will also, also benefit the business as well. Tell me a little bit about that dynamic. Yes. So one of the great things about building the system and then working the system is that I can see where it doesn't work. Or I can see where, you know what, okay, we need to do this instead, or we need to try this. And I do bring it to her. I'm like, hey, you know, I found something that works a little better. Can we switch it this way? And she'll be like, hey, if it works better, then do it. I'm all for making things better. So, you know, I do let her know. Um, There are some things that I'll do without asking. And that's only if I'm the only one using the board. If it's going to be a team implemented thing that I'm going to ask first, just because it's not only changing the way that I'm doing things, it's going to change the way that everybody is doing things. And for that, I will, you know, seek approval and I will, you know, run my ideas by her and let her know like, hey, I think we should try it this way because, you know, ABC. Um, But if it's just for me and I'm just using the Monday board for something, I'll just go with it and then I'll be like, 
oh, this is actually really cool. And then I'll be like, hey, look what I did. <laughs> been I doing this, this is awesome. You know, so it just depends on the situation. But no, she's very flexible and she's very open and she's very encouraging, which is something that I actually greatly appreciate about her. Um, like, I don't want to sound like I'm obsessed with her, but she's probably one of my favorite bosses ever just because she challenges me and she questions me. And I feel like every job that I've ever had before Cassidy, I've always been told, oh, you're the best employee. And, you know, no one's ever really challenged me. I've always just been like, number one, and not to be like, you know, conceited or anything, but I've always just been really good at every job I've ever did. And that's just because I have ADHD and I like to hyper-focus on what I'm obsessed with. And I just... It may, it's fun for me to, to work. Unfortunately, I'm sound like a workaholic now, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, with Cassidy, she's really challenged me. Um, she'll tell me like, you know, that's good, but you know, what do you think could make it be better? And I'm like, Oh, I've, I've never been challenged before. So I like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, Ooh, okay. What more can I learn? So I feel like at least under her, I've grown so much as an individual, as the person. And I appreciate things more as well, because I don't know where I'm going with this, but, <laughs> but, I love but that no, though, because that's yeah. a really big piece of the puzzle though, is that the relationship with your team members and yes. with your boss and with the people that are driving this. Um, do you find that you have a hard time getting people to adopt that technology in the agency or does everybody jump right in to be able to do it whenever you make little tweaks and you do some of these, do they, do they get on board with the message and with the vision? Cause it sounds like Cassidy's done a great job jumping in she challenges and encourages you. I'm sure she does the same thing for the rest of her team. So how does the team work together through that technological uh, piece of Monday.com and or just the agency to really make sure you all get what you need out of the business? Yeah. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So in a perfect world, everybody would be like, yeah, let's do it. Um, right? Of course, I, I feel like in every agency, there is going to be a little bit of a struggle. However, everybody does do what they need to do. Right. You know, at the end of the day, everybody's using the system. You know, Cassidy tells us, hey, you know what? This is really important for me. I need you guys to be on board. Like, let's get it done. You know, and we do. We get it done. So if I if I do have something new that I'm implementing, um, I do talk to them about it. They're more than happy to learn it. And, you know, everybody is on board. Um, I feel like when there's a problem, though, with Monday, I'm the tech person. So they're like, hey, Brittany, I'm not saying you need to fix it. But... You need to fix it. I don't know what Monday is doing right now. I don't know what I did wrong, but it's not doing what I told it to do. Right. So so then I have to go in and be like, oh, yeah, it's because we need to do this or we need to do that. Or, oh, you know what? Let me update this. And then we go from there. Um, But no, everybody's on the platform. 
for a while, I think it was hard for one of our team members to transfer over just because they were so used to pen and paper. Yeah. Uh, but Cassidy had their own, her own talks, you know, with them and, you know, every, everybody's on the platform now. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. And I think that's really important to be able to give people that grace and that time too to make that acclamation yes. because some people are going to jump in. They're going to go, Oh, this is so cool. And then other people yeah. are going to jump in and go, Oh, I hate every minute of this, you know, and I have yeah. team members that still work off spreadsheets and they love spreadsheets and granted, I mean, that's great that they love spreadsheets, but um, cause they're electronic and we can put them in Google drive and we can at least share them. Right. But, um, you know, but we are trying to migrate away from a lot of that and trying to make sure everybody's on the same concept, the same system. And that I can get those reports because I found as an owner, I don't want to have to go through and look at tasks and look at suspenses and look at, look at the things that people are doing. I want just a report that tells me how, what all they're doing and how they're doing it. And, and then I also want to be able to hear that the clients are really happy and satisfied and, and all of that. And, um, and, uh, that's really where we're trying to go to. I feel right now we're so bogged down, not only with the concept of just different systems, which is overwhelming, but then just with the concept of phone calls and follow-up and and chasing and all of that. And so we're hoping that that this process will also help us as well. So I'm excited yes. that you guys have been able to minimize the, the, those, those, those frustrating pieces yes, to be able 100%. to move forward with that technology. Yeah, especially with the chasing part, because I'm telling you, I I was the cancellations girl and I had a piece of paper and a pen and I had the phone calls that I had to make and the texts that I had to send and the emails. And it took a lot of time just to do that. So yeah. imagine all the other things that you as an agency owner have to do. Um, exactly. But no, it it really I feel like it took my chasing down to 90 percent. And even with like leads. I don't have to chase leads anymore. By by time we send out that third email or text for some of those slower people, they do respond. They do get back to us, you know? So it's less us having to chase and more us just working on what we need to work on and focus on what we need to focus on. And, you know, we're no longer having to make those 150 phone calls a day because Monday is just doing it for us. Right. And then the clients come to us, which is nice. Let me tell you how nice that is. I love when they come to me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I love the fact that then they also they don't have to call and follow up with you because it, they know exactly what stage of the process it's in as well. So therefore, yeah. they don't have to like that puts that on your phone calls and your emails because it's not a, but what's going on? But what's going on? Yeah. But what's going on? You know, kind of thing. And, exactly. and so it cuts down a lot of that for you guys. So that way the clients have that sense of certainty of what it is that's really going on with the process. And I feel like that's what they really need. Clients just need to know that they haven't been forgotten about. And that's really all that it is. So when we're working on the lead, for example, we have a button that says working on it. As soon as we click that working on a button, our agency owner, she knows we're working on the quote. Everyone in the office knows that, you know, this agent is working on the quote. And now the client also knows too. Just by pressing that button, you've informed the whole team and you've informed the client. So it took one second out of your life versus, all right, let me let me email so-and-so. Let me call so-and-so and let me talk to so-and-so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And just to let the listeners know, um, I've been very clear with the fact that our my daughter joined the agency uh, February 2021, uh, 2022. Sorry. 
gosh, we're already in 2023. Anyway, yes. but <laughs> almost a year ago, and uh, she is doing the pay setter program with uh, Salesforce. But with Salesforce, they don't have all these automated emails and follow-up drip emails and stuff like that. So what we're doing on our end, where we're working with Brittany, we're going to be working with Brittany. We're already setting up kind of the form of our foundation with Monday.com right now with cancellations, new business leads, those types of processes, renewals. But then by July, when she's done with that program, we are also going to have that sales piece put together in there too, which is going to be a little bit more of that um, follow-up. And she and I were actually talking about it this past week of being able to, you know, send out some emails. Hey, you know, we haven't heard from you, blah, blah, blah. But having it be something that uh, that she can know is happening rather than her having to physically be able to do that. Because I know that that does take up a lot of time following up. So you guys, you say that you you all use, um, uh, that they get a, a text message and an email. Are y'all also using the voice drops like with Slide Broadcast or are y'all doing like the, the voicemail drops at all or not, not at this time? We're not doing the voicemail drops. At least I'm not doing the voicemail drops. And the reason is, is because if I want to call a client, I do want to talk to them. I right. want to just get it over with. Um, so to, for me personally, I'm not doing that. I don't know if Cassidy is doing that in any of her other businesses. I don't know if my coworkers are doing that with anybody, but for me personally, I'm not. And I even turned off calling function because we used to actually call them too. And I think I said call, text and email because we did used to call them. But recently I turned that off. So that way, if they are getting a call, it's from our phone number and they're going to hear my voice. And that was just me putting that personal touch back in it. So if there is somebody that I'm following up with and following up with, and they haven't responded to my texts or emails that have been sent out, you know, how many times we send them out, then I will use my voice to call them. And just so it stays personal, like, oh yeah, I did get those emails and texts. I'm so sorry. That's great. That's okay. I have you on the phone now. So here's what I need, or, you know, here's what I needed to tell you. Um, So I I don't use those right now. Um, I think Twilio does have an option to call drop. I'd have to double check. Yeah, I didn't know for sure if they did or not. And I know like with us that you and I are working on of using uh, Zapier to be able to use our Ring Central. That way everything comes off of our main phone number. But Zapier is not 110%. It's just not. I'm sure that that is my biggest problem with uh, Zapier is that um, I do get messages occasionally like this Zap failed or, you know, whatever. And so sometimes, you know, uh, when you use it a lot, like you're using it for voicemails, text messages, you're using it for, you know, whatever, whatever it is that we're using it for, emails, voicemails, text messages, whatever, that sometimes things can sometimes fall through the cracks because Zapier is not 110 percent. But yeah. and I feel um, like with a lot of technology, it's not 110 percent with any tech with any platform that you're going to use. Um, but the good thing about Monday too, though, maybe just like Zapier, it does tell you when something yeah. fails and you can go in there and you can either fix it or, you know, you can see what happened. Like I'll get messages for Monday that'll say a text failed because the number is no longer in service. So now I know that that client's number is no longer good. So that's why it failed. Okay, cool. No worries. Um yeah. And then, of course, if they're doing updates, you know, they're going to let you know that they're doing updates, which is really great, too. But yeah. yeah, Zapier is a whole other beast that I know I need to learn. 
<laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll work together on that. I think I think we've been working a little bit together on that. But um, I also wanted to ask you how did you know when you really got started? I know you said that you had somebody in the office that was really helping you out. How did you get your feet really into the insurance world? Because you are more commercial than personal, and um, I believe, and so. That's a really big learning curve. Remind me how long you've been, how many years you've been in this industry? Um, I've only been in the industry for three years. Okay. And I applied, the way that I got in was that I applied as a receptionist. I applied as somebody that was just going to answer phones and maybe complete a couple service requests. Um, There was not a necessity for me to have a license. So, you know, a year before getting into insurance, I knew that in order for me to get a better job than what I was doing, which was in daycare, which nothing wrong with daycare. It's just, it was not paying me a livable wage. I was making like $10 an hour. Yeah. Okay. And that was me being a team leader and running the daycare when the, the, you know, the directors weren't there. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't getting paid very well, but I knew that I had an opportunity to build my resume there in order to get into a better position outside of it. And so I really focused on working in the office at the daycare. That's what I wanted. I wanted to work in the office. I wanted to answer the phones. I wanted to take payments. I wanted to do tuition. I wanted to do tours, like anything that I could do to be in the office. That's what I wanted to do because that's what I wanted to put on my resume to get a better job. And that's how I've always been. I've always been the type of person, well, what can I do in this position now to build my resume up so that I could get a job that I actually want to do or like to do? And so that's what I did. I focused on that aspect of what I did at the daycare. You know, I was the star coordinator, which is, you know, I was in charge of teaching, um, not teaching. I was in charge of writing all the processes for the daycare. I was in charge of teaching, not teach. I keep saying teaching. I was in charge of, you know, doing all the event planning. So right. I was in charge of the fall festival and getting trunk or treaters. And I was in charge of all the Christmas presents. And I was in charge of choosing teacher of the month. And there were a lot of things that I was in charge of doing. So I just made sure to put that all on my resume because look at, I'm very well-rounded. I can do yeah. insurance. Yeah, insurance. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But I love that you had a vision for where you wanted to go and you, you were looking for additional experiences to put on your resume, but then also to give you a better rounded experience moving into yes. your next position. I think whatever job people are doing, I don't care what it is. If like you said, you came in as a receptionist, right? You said though, I have these other skills. I'd love more. I'd love to do more. I'd love to do more. I'd love to do more. And the fact that you're constantly looking forward. So even if we have people listening who are either hiring or coming into the insurance industry, looking for people who want to do more, who want to be able to learn, who want to be able to grow are going to be really those people that I think are really going to be our rock stars in the next, in the next, you know, 30 years in this industry. Because to me, those are the people that are really going to move the needle in where the industry is going to be going in the next few years. I mean, we've already seen, I mean, technology has really come into play. Back when I first started 20 years ago, technology was not even a conversation. It was, I mean, the technology was really around your agency management system. It was not around making your life easier in 
um, follow up or, you know, whatever, you know, and emails were not even that big of a deal because the fact that most people wanted to come in, they wanted to sit at your desk. They wanted to do all this 10 years ago. So the fact that we've really gone so far from that and the sense that we have so many agencies that are going so virtual and, or they're giving that virtual, um, flex time type schedule, um, with our teams, it is allowing us to be able to embrace more. And I'm excited because I think it's the people that are growth oriented like you that are really going to push us into where the next, uh, I'm not going to use the word next generation of insurance, but where the next generation of agencies are really going, because that's one of the best things about being an independent agent is that we have the opportunity to make our own choices. Where do we want our agency to be? What do we want our agency to be? And hiring people that are growth minded, like what you're talking about, are really the key to being able to get us there. Yeah. And having a flexible agent as well. Yeah. Because she definitely listens to what do I want to do? And, you know, I have decided that, you know, sales are not, is not my favorite place to be. So I'm not a salesperson full-time. If I sell something great, if I don't, that's fine too, because that's not, that's not what I want to do. I like tech and I like service and I like marketing and having an agent that's flexible and listening to what I want has only allowed me to grow more. And I feel like that's really important as well. Cause I have friends that are just like me that are very creative and, you know, want to do all the things, but they're limited by who their agency owner is. Oh, well, my agent said, I can't do that. Or, or oh, my agent yeah. won't support that. Or my agent does this, or my agent does that. And I'm just like, Ugh. if I were to present an idea to Cassidy and she doesn't like it, she tells me why she doesn't like it. Not yeah. just Oh, no, because I said so. That doesn't work for us. No, I tried this. We did that. And even though it's a great idea because we had it also, you know, it doesn't work for us. And here's why. Or, hey, that is a good idea. You know what? Let's talk about it next week when I have some availability so I can give you my full focus. Or let's talk about it in a couple months because right now that's not where I want to go. But I'm more than willing to try it you know, down the road and let's meet up again and do it. So that helps as well. I feel like with people who do want to grow and have that mindset of wanting to try new things, having someone who's flexible above you to allow you to explore that. So, so question. Okay. So we've talked about, about, about creating that environment and that culture that allows you to be able to do what you want to do and for you to be the type of person that you want to be able to be. And I love that. I love that. What else do you bring to that table? Because sometimes I find that whenever I'm talking to team members, if I say right now, it's just not the time, but I love this idea. Can we talk about it maybe in a month? Or let's talk about it like in a month and a half, two months. We've, you know, we've already got our kind of our quarterly goals kind of in this, um, development phase, right? Like we're already working on this quarter. Why don't we talk about that for the next quarter, right? Because we don't want to get too distracted. With that though, I find that a lot of team members don't come back to me. Like they want me to remember everything. They want me to remember that we had this conversation. They want me to remember that this was a great idea. And it was a great idea. It's just sometimes I get very distracted and sometimes I have like 18,000 things on my plate. So as a team member, what do you do to be able to communicate with Cassidy about these growth opportunities that you see for the agency, do you go back to her? Do you communicate? 
communicate yes. with her in that way? How do you approach her when she's got, because Cassidy's, I mean, if people don't know Cassidy, she's amazing. She has yeah. tons of different businesses. She has the agency. I know she has commercial properties that they, that they'd have. I know she also has the unburden your business, which is an amazing coaching program. She has lots of different things. So if I think I'm busy, I know Cassidy is like <laughs> 10 times busier than I am. So I know that if I make my team feel like, which is one of my goals for this year, that I don't want them to feel this way, that if they bring an idea to me that I'm supposed to magically remember it in the next month to two months or whatever, whenever we might have more space for it, how do you communicate with Cassidy in that way? And the main reason I'm saying this is because I want to make sure that our listeners know that the intentionality has to come from both sides of the agency. So that's why I really want to hear how you kind of deal with that. Yes. So if she tells me like, you know what, let's talk about it in August, for example, I will go and write down in my calendar mid-August and I'll be like, hey, it's August. You know, we talked a couple months ago about, you know, such and such. Um, When do you have time for us to discuss this further? And she'll either tell me, oh, I have time tomorrow at this time. Or she'll tell me, you know what, hey, do me a favor. I'm really swamped right now. Go and look at my Calendly and just book an hour with me. She's like, I know it, it feels funny, but just just do it. And I've only had to do that a couple of times, but I don't mind doing that because then I know for sure, like, that's yeah. my hour. You know, yeah. that's my hour that I get to talk. And, you know, she does call me every now and then we do two chit chats. Like she does check in with me. But sometimes if I really have an idea and I really want to discuss it and I really, you know, I really feel like, you know, I want to be heard out about this. She will hear me out, but I also need to make sure that I'm fitting into her schedule. So I am respectful that she's busy and she's respectful that, you know, I'm her employee. So we do make it work to where if she tells me August, then I'll follow up with her in August. I won't bring it up again until August. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt. I think in the beginning, I did get my feelings hurt a little bit, but I had to learn very quickly that it's not you. It's not, it wasn't me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not you, Brittany. It's just, you know, I have a a balance. It's a balance, right? It's finding the right time to do the right things. And, you know, being able to make sure that we can do all of it because we can't do all of it every single day, every single moment. And I always say we can't have it all. We just can't have it all at every single moment. We have to be able to know that right here when I'm with my family, I need to focus on being with my family. I don't need to be thinking about work. Right. And so when I'm at work, I don't need to be spitzing about my family, you know, and I think we, we need to realize that whatever we put and my daughter and I have these comments that we say, put on your mom hat, put on your business owner hat, put on your whatever hat. Right. And sometimes she'll say, mom, I'm taking off my employee hat and I'm putting on my daughter hat. So we need to have a conversation. I'm like, okay, fine, let's do that. Right. But the thing is we have clear defining delineation of when we want certain types of conversations back from the other person that we need. So, I mean, if you came to Cassidy or you came to someone and said, hey, I'm going to have on my my team member hat, but I'm also putting on my human hat, right? Because this is a very difficult conversation for me to have. I think that opens us up for understanding what type of conversation we need to have. Maybe you might say, hey, I'm putting on my tech hat right now. Let's talk about Monday. Hey, I'm going to put on my service hat right now. Let's talk about what I need as a service, you know, uh, a person to be able to make sure the clients get what they need. And I love that you guys have that that open conversation because I think that's the key to 
a great agency. But then on top of that, um, I know Cassidy runs a mostly, mostly virtual agency, correct? I mean, I know she has a yes. physical office, but you do not. Cassidy's in, in Las Vegas. And where are you at? I'm in California. Perfect. So I am 100% remote. I did start in the office as a full-time employee when I lived in Las Vegas. And then, you know, COVID. Yeah. Um, once COVID happened, because I came right in November of 2019. Oh, so, so you were just a couple months. You were still, yeah, so, still figuring it out. Wow. What I was still a newbie. Interest? Yeah. Yeah, I was still a newbie. And I was like, well, they're like, well, we got to close the office. You got to go home. And I was like, oh, um, that's funny. What do I do? <laughs> so that was great. But I loved it. I loved being remote. And I was like, wow, I really, really love this. So when we opened the office back up, I would make jokes all the time. Like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in the office. I liked being remote. And she would be like, you know, still, she was like, well, we need to be in the office. She's, we still had that mindset where, you know, you got more done in the office. So I would come to the office. So she compromised, she compromised with me. I would come to the office two days a week and I could work from home three days a week. Oh, but nice. one of those three days I went marketing. So she gave me a little and I gave a little and we compromised. And then when I told her that I was moving to California, I was like, I love you so much. Please don't fire me. <laughs> she was like, what? Why would I fire you? I was like, because I'm going to be 100% remote when I go to California. And she was like, yes, that's totally fine, Brittany. I'm going to keep you. Just keep doing your job. And then, you know, market. And I was like, well, I can market in California. I was like, we could have a whole new, like, line of people yeah. coming in. <laughs> so, and that's, so that now that's what I do. I'm 100% remote from California. Uh, my other two coworkers, they do still work in the office. They love working in the office. They had the option to be remote if they wanted to. They do not want to. Okay. I want to. So that's how it works now. But we are pretty much 100% virtual. You know, we don't have many clients that want to come into the office because we trained them that, you know, we can do everything over the phone with you. Yeah. You know, we can still give you that same attention. If you need to be on the phone with us longer, we can still be on the phone with you longer. If you need to set an appointment with us, we can do all of those things for you still without you having to waste gas to come and visit right. us. Yeah. No, but if you want that. to, I but if you that. want to, you still can't. <laughs> right. Right. And, um, and we do by appointment only. So I'm rarely ever in my office, rarely. And in Austin, we can go down there and we can do appointment only as well, but I have to drive three hours each way. So I try not to, if I don't have to. So, but ideally yes. we used to have somebody down there physically. So, but we don't right now. So, so I love all the things that you're talking about because I have fallen in love with the fact that you came into the industry cold turkey. You have only been here a few years and yet you not only have embraced insurance, service work, and really been able to see the big picture of the success of the agency, which is follow up, which is making the team, which is making the clients feel really, really valued. Like we talked about that, that trifecta, right? And I love the fact that you've seen that with growth, with service, and with being able to create a job that you love and being able to automate enough of it and getting into the tech side of it, that you do take that responsibility to be able to do the tech, as well as the fact of taking the responsibility to communicate with Cassidy. And Cassidy takes that responsibility with you too, to make mm -hmm. sure that y'all work together in Simpatico to make sure that the agency is better at the end of the day. And to me, that is why I said, oh my gosh, I 
because <laughs> I knew that that was exactly what I needed to hear on my end, as well as I figured that there are so many other people out there, whether or not they are in a service position, if they're in a tech position, if they are in a agency owner position, sales position, we need to hear this message that we have to be responsible for the communication, for the way that the agency goes, and we need to work better as a team in person or virtually. And this has had so many parts of that, that I love you for being able to be here for those reasons. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me. And I feel like if anything can be taken away from this interview is that, you know, if agency owners can just create a safe space for their employees, I feel like it makes all the world of difference. Yeah. Like, you know, there, there has been times where she has been my boss and there has been times where she has been my friend when I've needed to hear messages that maybe I didn't want to hear, but you know, I've needed it. And I'm also in a safe place where if I have something that I need to say, I'm not afraid to say it. So I think that has a lot to do with, you know, the way that I've grown at right. this agency. Right yeah. Well, Brittany, if people want to reach out to you, talk to you either about Monday.com, talk to you about your career, talk to you about your insurance background. If people want to talk to you, how can they reach out to you? So if they want to talk to me about Monday, they can actually reach out to unburdenyourbusiness.com. But if they want to talk to me personally about anything else, I am on Instagram as Brittany underscore Miranda underscore. Um, Do I need to spell it? (laughs) Just Brittany, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y underscore Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, correct? Underscore. Yes. All right. Got it. (laughs) You did good. Yay. Yay. All right. Everybody, I am so appreciative of Brittany for taking her time today because I just love this conversation and I just love her. So thank you so much, Brittany. And we may be able to bring you back on again for another episode sometime and dig a little bit deeper into some of this because we are implementing Monday.com in our agency. Brittany is helping us to be able to do that. And um, I don't have any problem discussing that process at some point, maybe on a podcast from an agency owner perspective that is not... um, Cassidy that doesn't, you know, that that doesn't work with you all day long, you know, kind of thing Um, to be able to talk about that as well. Not that I think Monday.com is the only option out there. There are lots of options out there just so that way we're fair. There are a lot of people that love agency Zoom. There are a lot of people that love um, uh, Better Agency. There are a lot of people out there that love uh, a lot of different ones. There's there's tons of different CRM systems out there. Um, It's just, you know, it's just, it depends on which one just floats your boat. That's really what I say. Which one connects with your soul that you love? Sometimes it's about the the what we call the interface that you just like the way things work better sometimes it's that you love to be able to get on in and you love to be able to develop this stuff like Brittany does and it might be that you don't want to develop anything and you just want something out of the box so do check out whatever option works for you but the point is is get in there deliver that excellent service growth and freedom for your team because it is that trifecta that makes us all happy at the end of the day. And Brittany, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. All right, everybody. And make sure you do check out Unburden Your Business as well, because they do a great job helping agencies to discover areas where they need to be able to unburden themselves. 
ha 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 ha. That's exactly <laughs> the point, right? To be able to maybe automate, to be able to do some of these things to where that way we have that trifecta of, um, of happy places. So everybody, this has been another amazing episode of the Power of Women in Insurance podcast. Check us out every single Wednesday. Give us a review. Tell people how much you love this episode because I love it. And you know what? Join us every single Wednesday. We are on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you want to be able to stream them. And I would love to be able to reach on out to you as well and chit chat, reach on out to me and we can go ahead and connect. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and have an amazing week. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.